0: Bryce, did you see the big Pokemon announcement? Oh, it was big. Oh, it was so big. Oh my God, it was
1: ginormous. Oh, it was uh, massive, massive. Oh, oh, I was mind blown. Oh. oh, I could not believe it. I, had, It was the size of a mountain. Oh.
0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by a 120 Power Star rating. I'm your host Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 147 are open. This week on the show we're going to be talking about that huge Pokemon announcement, new Smash Bros character announced and much more. And joining me to talk all about that is my Regular co-host, the BLT, the man himself, Bryce Dewitt. Oh, hello, friend. How you going? You're very nice. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, been a been a big uh, been a big week for you, Bryce. You've been a well, you haven't been globe trotting, but you've had a bit of a media circuit, I hear. <laughs> oh, my fucking so God. I'm going straight into it. So, yeah, very exciting. Oh yeah. Tell us about it. Super exciting. Yeah. So, um,
1: I guess long story short, uh, governments cutting back uh, vaping. In general, so you're not allowed to import nicotine and electronic cigarettes anymore. Which uh, anybody that knows me knows that that's my quitting method for uh, from cigarettes, Um, and I'm finding that extremely disappointing and infuriating because uh, I've also moved several people to vaping in an effort, an attempt to quit, and for the most part, they've gone really well. But it's one of those things where if you take something away that quick, they're going to go back to the other method and it's just going to fuck everything for them. So, unfortunately, uh, it's sort of come to that. And, I mean, everybody's been fighting it today uh, in an attempt to get them to uh, bring it back because, you know, as far as it goes, the Liberal Health Minister, who was the one that passed the law and gave nobody any time whatsoever, and is basically saying that in seven days' time, 4,000 people... uh, are going to lose their jobs uh, from vaping shops in Australia and over 300,000 people who are using vaping as a quitting method are just not going to be able to do it anymore. So that's uh, real upsetting. And um, yeah, I uh, wanted to make my voice heard and made sure that like I was actually participating in it because again, like I know several people now, especially since I put them onto it, who are using it as a uh, quitting method. Mm. So I uh, went and I'll open mine too while I'm at it. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> uh,
1: have, have a drink while you talk. I'm getting thirsty. Just loosen it. I know, right? <laughs> um, and it's it's sort of come to that point where it's like, well, you know, I I really should put my opinion out there because at at the current rate, nothing's going to get fixed, and if we don't speak up about it, it's definitely not going to get fixed because we're. Uh, all well, pretty certain that it's more got to do with the cigarette tax than it does the actual health benefits because uh, places in the UK, like like actual hospitals in the UK, they have signs up promoting vaping and they actually sell vaping gear in hospitals as a method of treatment for smoking addiction.
0: Mm. So you've been on the radio to sort of push your word out there.
1: Well, yeah. Um, so w- I, I called up to sort of put in my piece because... Uh, the radio shows were taking like just small comments to sort of rally up like the people who care about this issue. And um, I did that and then I got a call back and the guy that picked up the phone the first time, he spoke really quick. He's like, oh, what do you want to say? I'm like, <laughs> All right. And then the second time we come back, he's like, uh, do you mind talking for a couple minutes? I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, uh, whatever. Uh, so I held for a bit and then they brought me back on the line and I sort of just... Told them, you know, why I started smoking and how stupid it was, but you know, I, I've I've been smoke three smoke free, uh, well, rather cigarette free, for the last three years because of vaping, and uh, it's been the case with people that I've introduced that to. So, um, yeah, I had a couple minute discussion there with a the radio
0: host of Three AW, and yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, you just like I see it on Twitter. I'm like, oh, Bryce is getting pretty into this, and you know, as you should. It's a a bit ridiculous, but it's getting banned. Mm. And yeah, he's posting. But it's uh, he's been on the radio. He's done the the media circuit. <laughs> the Melbourne radio of all things. Yeah, too. <laughs> Melbourne radio. And then, then Not, come, the, not the local radio. Now he's now he's really doing the big time. He's come back to the house of Mara. Now he's pushing his message on his own podcast. He's a bit. He's a busy boy. I mean, you brought it up. I did bring it up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah,
1: yeah you can you can bite the bullet there. <laughs>
0: Yum. <laughs> yummy, yummy bullet. Mm, Gunpowder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, it's been a been a pretty uh quiet week really. Just uh. A lot of work and all that. I haven't been playing a lot of games, unfortunately. So I'd have a whole lot to put there. I'll play a little bit of The Last of Us Part 2, but um, not really the show to talk about that. I haven't really played that much either. So, mm. yeah. yeah fair what enough. about yourself? You've been playing many video games and all that type of thing or you just been um, going after politicians on, <laughs> on, on radio? Um, no, uh, I haven't really um, played that much this week, to
1: be honest. Not what I can sort of... Oh, we're getting old, bro. I still up what? from memory. No, it's. I don't think it's that Um, as so much as a couple couple things on Netflix and I'm like, oh, I really want to go catch up on that and, you know, do that.
0: Yeah, speaking of uh, Netflix and wanting to watch stuff, last night I'm like, all right, I want to check out the new Pokemon anime. I'm keen to check it out. I type it in, it's not there. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not here in Australia? Uh, I, no. I thought it was. No, because it's not. I don't even think it started being dubbed yet, has it? No, no, no It's it's in America. Uh, it's a Netflix original in America. Came out June twelfth over there. Oh yeah. Well. So yeah, I'm I'm a bit confused. Give it give it another couple of weeks. I would imagine.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, no, I was a bit
0: confused, so I ended up watching season one. Yeah. <laughs> a few episodes. i my... yeah, I've seen this like literally a million times. <laughs> I watched
1: the, I watched the first couple episodes uh, in Japanese dub. It's not bad. It's all right. Mm. Um. But I haven't gone back to it yet. So I can't really gauge exactly how much I like it. But I like Sun and Moon because it was fun and campy. So yeah. I don't know. You know, it's the only thing Sun and Moon that I actually like. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's something about it.
0: Mm. Yeah. So what have you been watching on Netflix then, I guess?
1: Uh, what have you been checking out? We spent the last couple of days watching the new season of The Sinner. And it's basically just like a psychological cop show where like it unfolds one case throughout the entire season. Until you get the full story, mm. uh, featuring the dad from Casper as the main <laughs> character, um, and is that in the marketing material? <laughs> no, but that's all, that, that's just how I remember that actor. It was the dad in Casper, um, and it's it's a really good show. Um, but the only thing is, is that I didn't watch all the previous seasons because it's the type of thing that it came out during the times that was like. Uh, you know, I, I was busy at work, or you know, Jade was pregnant, and watching it on her own, so mm. we just didn't go back. I just didn't personally go back and watch it without her. Yeah. But now that I've watched that one season that's just come out, I'm like, I should really go back and watch the first season because I only wa- I know I know that I only watched a bit of it. Yeah. And it's 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 really good. Like it keeps you on your toes, thinking about things and what's going ahead. Similar to you know th- the same reason that I liked Death Note as a teenager, I suppose. Mm. It keeps you thinking. So, um, yeah, I suppose that's been my week anyway, is just uh, sort of catching up on that and just chilling out. And uh, I was going to breed some Pokemon, but I just haven't gotten to that
0: yet. Yeah, I guess I have been playing Pokemon on and off. I've been taking my Switch to work just to play it like for the half an hour during lunch, or whatever. And um, what I actually learned during the week is that there's a guy at the Battle Tower. They introduced it during the latest update, mm-hmm. but you can go there and if you talk to him, he actually reevaluates Pokemon from different regions. So Pokemon that you bring in from different games through Pokemon Home, you can actually get them um, checked out and um, I guess uh, validated for uh, uh, competitive battle. Yeah, competitive battle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so th- that got, actually got me really excited because like a lot of my shiny Pokemon and existing Pokemon that I would use for battle like, couldn't be used before this update. Now they can be used. So like stuff like my shiny Porygon and that. Like I thought I would have to go and breed a new one. I was kind of dreading it. I'm Like, I really want a shiny Porygon because I finally introduced it back into the game. I don't want to. I'm not really in the mood for just hatching eggs at the moment. Yeah. So I can just bring it in from Let's Go and go, go straight away. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And they're, and they're actually introducing the um the three Musketeers back into um not the Musketeers but the uh the three um trio Pokemon. I keep on forgetting their names. Cabalion, Cabalion, uh, Terrakion and Virizion. Yeah, I keep on forgetting the ones, but. Yeah, so they're introducing them back into uh, competitive play um, later this month. So that's a bit worrying if um, people familiar with competitive Pokemon know that. Especially, I think Cabalion was a really scary Pokemon in competitive, and a lot of people had him. So yeah, but yeah, I think that's a cool little feature that I'd never really heard about until probably like a few days after the actual DLC dropped. So that looks cool.
1: Yeah. there's a couple of things that is, that's sort of buggy with that as well. Like when you transfer over Pokemon, you don't get their Pokedex data immediately. You have to put them in the daycare mm. to get their Pokedex data, which it seems like a really tedious process, which I yeah. feel like they should fix. It,
0: seem, well, it seems like something they've done on purpose. So you can't just like trade it all over and instantly get your Pokedex filled. But, since you've, people who who have already done the work, like just let them. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't, I haven't done it because, to be honest, I think I'll just complete it normally, just because it's fun to do.
1: I mean, can we can we talk about the reward, or can we not talk about the reward? Yeah, 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 yeah we can talk about the reward. Well, well the yeah. reward, the
0: reward, the the uh, blah, 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 blah.
1: talking's hard, bros. So <laughs> I know it's very hard. Uh, the reward is um a another charm. So, like every every other. Yeah, yeah, literal Pokedex related thing that's been in this game. It's another charm, and it's for marks. And marks are just the most meh.
0: I really like thing. marks. I think they're pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they're not like. <sighs> Imagine like you you go ahead and you breed like a five IV Pokemon comes absolutely perfect. Absolutely stunning, beautiful, Ooh. and it doesn't get a mark. And then well, you're like, mm.
0: you can't you can't get marks through um, breeding either. You can only get them as wild battles. Well, there you go. That's even more. Annoying. Yeah, so I, I think they're cool for people who don't know what marks and Pokemon are, which I assume is a lot of people. They're just titles for your Pokemon. Yeah, they just work as like what ribbons did in previous games. They're in the same section, mm-hmm. and you can catch a wild Pokemon and it might have a certain mark. And there's only a certain. Bes- there's, like, heaps of different ones. And when you send a Pokemon into battle, it will have that title. So if you have a Raichu with a, a Triumphant mark, it will say, um, you know, Drew sent in Raichu the Triumphant. It's, like, it's, it's just a cool little thing. And there was a, a competitive battler that um, had a um, And Wismacot uses um, Tailwind to usually speed up its team member all the time. Um, so that he actually had a, a title or a mark called uh, The Furious. So he called... Um, He's a caught the, the fast and. <laughs> so when he sends it out, he goes, he sent out Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and, and it was like, it was a shiny one. And it was also, you know, that that's what his whole thing was about. is like speeding up his team. That's so it, it is cool that it's used in different ways, but yeah. Because I know, I know like a lot of shiny hunters are looking for shiny Pokemon with a mark. That is like one of the rarest things you can get in the game.
1: Yeah, but come to the future, how long a mark's actually going to last?
0: Oh well, probably last forever now, because yeah. like ribbons know. have ribbons ribbons all the way from um, generation three have carried all the way till now generation eight. So they're not going to be a thing. They're going to disappear. But
1: yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
0: We will see. We'll see, Bryce. So we have got a lot of news to get through, Bryce. Do you, you want to jump in? It's
1: pretty much a, pretty much a news week. So yeah, I suppose so.
0: I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah! Be-go, be-go!
1: Is that on? Bye. 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 Bye.
0: All right, Bryce. So the first one is a bit of a local news uh, item for us here in South Australia. So this is from kotaku.com.au and it's by Alex Walker. And the title is video. Oh, not video. (laughs) The title is video. The title is
2: video.
0: The title is South Australia introduces new rebate for video game development. And, uh, the article reads: South Australia's government will allow video game developers to apply for a 10% rebate on production expenditure for the first uh, for first a first for taxpayer-funded uh, video game support in Australia. The rebate is an ex- extension of South Australia's post-production digital and visual effects rebate, and comes not long after last year's introduction of an exclusive, uh, yeah, exclusive. Um, uh, th- 300000 uh, innovation fund, uh, exclusively for video games, uh, AR, VR, and the music industries. That was only 12 months after South Australia invested $2 million into the scene money, which helped fund the Game Plus co-working space, which is a really cool space, actually, if, you've, if anyone's seen it. Uh, so what does today's announcement mean? According to South Australia's film corporation, um, a film corporation, studios can now apply for an additional 10% rebate on qualifying production expenditure on work done in South Australia. Uh, quote, this is an incredible growth industry uh, and this rebate will not only help attract international games companies to South Australia, it will bolster the long-term growth of local players and their industries using the same technologies. Uh, South Australian Minister of Trade and Investment, David Ridgway, said... You lifted your head there like you're going to say something. Um, <laughs> the state's Minister for Innovation and Skills added the rebate would help existing studios pick up more contract work along with developing their own in-house IP. Quote, it will uh, it will support o- entrepreneurs launch new game startups, um, all ultimately leading to more skills within South Australia's creative industries, said Minister uh, Pinsonski. Um more specifics about the SA rebate for games will be announced in the upcoming weeks. According to the SAFC, uh, the corporation will be notifying successful applicants for the next round of innovation funding of this Friday with successful Studios Better to Take grants up to $25,000. So really good news for um, game developers in our home state of South Australia. And it, we seem to be sort of ahead of, I guess, the rest of the country in as far as some of these grants go. But, Ross, what do you think about some of this? I think I have to ask, um,
1: and this is the thing that's been riding on my mind throughout you reading that entire thing. Um, does Hollow Knight have something to do with this? Yeah. it like, well, like, considering it gained so much, you know, worldwide clout, I guess, and it really sort of piped up uh, Adelaide as, you know, the home of Team Cherry. Mm. Like... Did, did that – was that the spark that they needed to be like, you know, we really
0: should fund this industry? Yeah. Like as someone who – like we live like four hours away from Adelaide and we're not on the scene. So we are outsiders to all of this. But I think like, a lot of this stuff did spark up after Team Cherry's sort of success yeah. um, with their game. And like they've got their own space in Adelaide now and that was funded by the government to be able to um, give these studios places to actually work instead of just working out of their spare bedroom or something like that. Yeah. Somewhere to collaborate and um, like when we go to Avcon and meet up with a lot of the developers in the indie games room and um, talk about their games, it's like it's really exciting what's happening in Adelaide.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're really piping it up and, you know, sort of um, making it more of a... I guess, attraction to Adelaide in that regard is, Mm. you know, the indie game scene. Because it's always traditionally been
0: uh, Melbourne. Yeah, and like um, Victoria is like obviously the hub of the the gaming industry in Australia for the most part. A lot of stuff is moving from Sydney. Like there's still a lot of media outlets in Sydney. But as as far as like, um, yeah, game development goes, it's uh, pretty much there, but... But yeah. Adelaide's
1: on the rise. It really is, yeah. And, I mean, like, there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff that comes out of Adelaide, you know? It's it's just nothing of it's really ever got as much cloud as what Hollow Knight has, and, you know, that's that's for obvious reasons, I think. You know, Hollow Knight's obviously a very well-crafted game. It came out around the time that people were looking for those, you know, high-skill ceiling, roguelike, you know, Death's Matter-type games. Yeah. Mm. Um,
0: and, you know, it, it sort of just nailed it on the head for the time. I mean, they got really lucky because they were originally just like a Wii U console exclusive. Mm. And a lot of people were sort of overlooking it, like, you know, Wii U, who cares? Mm. Like, not me, that's for sure, like, type of thing. Yeah. Um, but the game did look absolutely phenomenal. and It got a lot of eyes at uh, PAX and um, Avcon, and that's where I played it. Like, you know, it was there, like, a couple of years in a row, maybe in three years, it was, like... It was taking a long time to sort of come out. Yeah. And they waited long enough for the Switch to come out and uh, it was it launched pretty much at a Nintendo Direct, an E3 Nintendo Direct. Um, so they got like super lucky just with their marketing and their partnership with Nintendo being exclusive on the Switch at least at launch mm-hmm. and all that. So um, I think a lot of that success is trickling down on the rest of the city, yeah, which is which exciting. Is
1: cool. Yeah, it's really good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I feel like Adelaide has a lot of potential. We obviously have friends there that are developers and, you know, we know people who want to be in the in the industry there and want to work in the industry sort of thing. And I feel like it's the type of thing that Adelaide could be known for is that type of thing. Obviously, you know, something that's also found a recent success was Goose Game in Melbourne, Yeah, which, you know, <laughs> when you look at it, at the end of the day, you've got two big titans of games in Australia here that... Sold extremely well
0: mm-hmm. worldwide. Yeah, um, and I didn't really think about it until then. But that is another game that, um, marketing wise, they lined up with Nintendo being a, a console exclusive at launch. Yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. Th- there might be something to that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, or might not be. I don't know. Who knows? Who
1: knows? <laughs> but then it also hit Game Pass as well, and yeah. gave it more access to everybody and just just in general, an Epic Store.
0: Yeah, getting on the you know PlayStation Four, which is huge install base, and yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, very big overall. So, uh, I mean, good on Adelaide for pushing it. I think there's a lot of people, especially like in in Adelaide in general. Um, but, I mean, we knew people who wanted to be there and work on video games and take the courses and do all that stuff. But Adelaide's such a, like, it was such a tough place to sort of get into the industry because you're not right in the middle of it. Um yeah. when when Pax comes around, you know, everybody goes to Melbourne and all those developers and stuff, they usually go to the develop, the devs party and all that shit and <laughs> you know. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they they all sort of just yeah. Which was paid entry last last time we went. Mm. Yeah. We never actually went <laughs> in, we just took Riley there. Yeah, I
0: can't remember. <laughs> to be honest, you.
1: I remember. Yeah. yeah. We went there, um, said so see it to Riley and then we went up to uh Brendan's hotel room and played some scary fucking game.
0: Don't remember that? No, I oh, packs. Oh, PAX, yeah, yeah. And PAX, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, I was thinking Avcon. Oh <laughs> no, PAX. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, really great for the the city and um pe- like people who want to um develop games and that, they're making it a lot easier and more welcoming to sort of get yeah. a project started. Yeah. With a ten percent rebate. It's good. Yeah. So uh next story. Is that This This is one you'll have a, a lot to touch on, Bryce. Uh, so Nintendo may be done with mobile games, and I've got this from VG247, um, which originally came from Bloomberg, but um, this website sort of puts it all in more of a condensed package because it would have taken me like 25 minutes to read Bloomberg's. 15 minutes for a normal person, but 25 for me. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Uh, so, Nintendo has reportedly not been impressed with the performance of its mobile games. According to a new Bloomberg report, Nintendo is seemingly backing away from Nintendo uh, from mobile markets and choosing to instead focus on strong console business. Uh, quote, we are not necessarily looking to continue releasing many new applications for the mobile market, Nintendo President Farukawa said, uh, which caused company s- uh, stock to dip by 4% d- uh, one day later. The company doesn't expect any big plans this financial year for its mobile operation and will instead turn its gaze to supporting the currently available games. Nintendo's development partner DNA uh, likewise indicated that um, it'll be a while yet before we see another release for them. Nintendo, which first announced its real interest in the mobile market five years ago, uh, has since released multiple titles, titles based on its franchises, none of which set the world on fire. Even other games saw revenue boost as a result of coronavirus lockdowns worldwide. Nintendo's games declined. Uh, Nintendo uh, faced criticism in the the past for how it monetizes its games. More recently, Mario Kart Tour, a free-to-play game, was ridiculed for having a $5 monthly subscription. According to Bloomberg's sources, Nintendo asked its development partners to ease up on requirements for players to spend money. There's also the fact Nintendo just hasn't landed a winning formula for its mobile. Uh, the company tried the free-to-start premium model with Super Mario Run before later switching to switch into an entirely free-to-play Mario Kart. Uh, neither have seemingly worked. So, Bryce, I'm going to throw this to you. I say you have a lot to say about this. I mean, um,
1: I wouldn't say they've, like, done terrible in the mobile market per se until Mario Kart Tour really fucked. Mm. Like, um, you know, the thing the thing is, is with um, Fire Emblem Heroes, a lot of people aren't spending money on that because by the time that by the time you get to the end and you're like, right, I'm gonna go ahead and compete in the rankings boards, you know, you're gonna have to spend a lot of money, and it's a real pain in the ass to do anything. It's poorly designed in the fact that if you want to compete in ladders, you gotta have a lot of good roles. And, you know, that doesn't happen without spending money. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of their best performing games, you know, um, for mobile. Um, Mario Kart Tour has always been predatory, and I stand by it when I say that. Um, they're using, They were using a franchise that was very well known and very much downloaded by the time, you know, a week later that it came out. Everybody fucking had it on their phone, and they were really interested in playing it only to sort of bring a very very dumbed-down version of Mario Kart with some predatory monetization issues. Um, And what else? I mean, Pocket Camp, I've never played Pocket Camp, so it's really hard for me to gauge that. Um, I would imagine that's mainly down to the fact that now that New Horizons is out, you've got your simulator. So declining revenue in Pocket Camp would be tremendous because you're going to get all that from New Horizons anyway.
0: Yeah. I think, like, to to me, what, what they're sort of saying is I think they made, like, a, like a lot of money, but they, they were expecting to just, like, clean the bank with it. They were expecting to get so much money because of their IP and their name and because, like, how much they make in the console business, they're expecting that times two probably yeah. in the mobile market just because of its install base.
1: No, because you won't beat Trash. Yeah, that's like, right. That's the
0: thing. That's <laughs> what the App Store is for is trash.
1: But in saying that, like, you know, they've introduced some really nice core concepts that, you know, I kind of do hope that they take away in like uh, Fire Emblem Heroes being like a really basic Fire Emblem with story updates and stuff like that being, you know, a fun a fun journey that you can sort of just go through and do. Um, Dragalia Lost just got its uh, major story update, technically ending what I would call... Um, I guess the second book, if we were to put it in Fire Emblem Heroes terms, um, so, so like season two, maybe yeah, equivalent, yeah, or, essentially, yeah, season yeah. two, yeah, that's that's probably the best way to put it, and it was great, and you know, I I I'm really happy that Dragalia Lost is still going as it is. Um, the major problem that they've got with Dragalia Lost is like because it was a new IP, they made sure that that Psy Games which is hammering free shit because they wanted people to play it and considering how Mario Mario uh Super Mario Run or whatever you want to call it and mm. um uh Dr. Mario World were probably doing and Mario Kart tour, you know, people are getting very really <laughs> unhappy about it. But Dragalia Lost is easily like the the only thing that's really holding Dragalia Lost back is it fits a niche. And but apart from that, it is the most well received out of the lot of them in terms of Player base being happy, um, so I really do hope that they don't just chuck away that IP either. Considering it was, um, you know, a mobile only IP, uh, so if they're going to start backing out and not focusing on it so much, I, I don't really want them to get rid of that because, you know, the at least the least thing they could do is they could take away from take that away, and uh, start making actual games for that property, and it could be their new. Thing, I guess for like a JRPG <laughs> yeah because Nintendo doesn't r- really have one outside of Mario Paper mm. Mario
0: yeah not really not a JRPG I guess they don't really have to I, I guess they don't really need one because they rely on their Third party, so much for that type of thing, which they seem to be an abundance on, especially on Switch. I know, but an in house JRPG thing could be really cool. Yeah. You yeah. know? And that's, what, that's why they published um, Octopath Traveler and that as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it, it'd be cool to have an in house Nintendo JRPG and, like, you know, have, have something like that. And Psy Games has done the game justice. Like, Psy Games is known very, very much for a reason in Japan. They're a very good developer. Mm. Um, and, you know, Nintendo owns, owns part way in that. Games have just uh, put it out uh, a PS4 game for Granblue, um, which was a fighting game, 2D fighting game. Okay, yep. So, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of like making their push towards the console as well and not just the mobile market and doing doing unique things. So it would, would be seed, uh, would be cool to see Dragalia sort of move on from that as well. I think um, they can... They can make a ridiculous amount of money, but I think what they're not really measuring up and um, really putting together is Mario Kart Tour should have made them stupid bank. But the fact that they locked one um, one fifty
0: cc or two hundred cc behind the pass, and then you've also got Gatch on top of it. <laughs> you don't want to play two hundred fifty. You don't want to play two hundred cc. With that game, especially no, that's that'd be right. a nightmare. Yeah, um, and then uh, the gacha stuff
1: and just like yeah, it, was, yeah trash stuff like it, it's just irritating. And the fact that it is technically pay to win because different races get different buffs on certain tracks. So if you don't have the full roster, like Schmojo over there, who's who's wild for his
0: Rosalina and got everything else in the process, mm. um, they win. Yeah. <laughs> what they proved is the bigger of the IP, the more confident they are to nickel and dime you. Yeah. Um. And it's a. It was a real shame because when they first started back in 2016, they they came at the Apple event. Um. When they first revealed the the iPhone Seven, Miyamoto came on stage. Like, this is a Miyamoto developed game, and this is a one payment game. It's only ten dollars. You get the whole game. We're not going to nickel and dime you. It's a full Mario game. You can play it for hours. It's got replay value. Um. They set themselves up as like a premium developer for mobile. And when I saw that, like, Nintendo's, like, taking mobile seriously, I'm like, this might be the push to get me to actually, like, enjoy mobile gaming. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting nickel and dime. We've got a quality experience and whatever. I never ended up buying um, Mario Run. And thinking back on that, not that my $10 or $15 Australian would have mattered, but I wish I did. Because I, looking back, I'm like, I should have supported that. I didn't support it at the time because... Uh, I, I need service to play it and on the farm when I would have wanted to play it, I... Yeah, it was impossible. I yeah. couldn't play it. So I didn't end up buying it. But um, f- from there, they sort of said, oh, they sort of got scared and they went, they just looked down at the at the app store and said, all right, it's free to play. It's a gadget, It's, a, um, you know, just, they just went to what the other companies the same, are doing.
1: Yeah, the same monetization yeah. shit. and. I think Dragalia loss has been the least amount of nickel and diming they've yeah.
0: done. Because like if they're relying on their IP to sort of get people in the door in the door and spend all this money, if they can't get me or like you for every game or like people listening to this podcast to go to their phone and spend money on their games, they're not gonna get anyone else either. There's too no. many other options. Yeah. So they gotta start with us. It's before, full of trash Yeah.
1: I mean look how Angry Birds took off. Angry Birds was two bucks. And the reason Angry Birds was two bucks is because they followed the same method, but at the same time, it's just like, it's not like nobody had ever played a runner game before, an auto-scrolling runner, and this one was Mm. Mario-themed, and it had a demo, so people got a taste of it before they even went into it, and they decided by like the first three levels that night, eh,
0: Mm. it's
1: it's okay. It wasn't like Angry Birds where it was just like with Angry Birds when that came out, that was like two bucks. People had to pay that to get the experience. And then people were like, oh, dude, you should really check out Angry Birds. And it didn't <laughs> matter who the fuck it was. They paid the two bucks. They got it. And then there was a bunch of people just like, oh, fuck this game. you know. I mean, Angry Birds was a
0: great game back, it, it was. back in the day. Yeah. It
1: was. But my point is is that they still spent the two bucks. Yeah. yeah. And they tried really hard to not... Lead people on with Mario
0: Run and be like, "Here's yeah. a
1: demo. You can try it, and then you can buy it." But at the same time, that's not what gets sales on the App Store. It's well, yeah, obviously talking, a it's lot of people. people talking. A lot of
0: people downloaded, but they were not converted to an actual purchase. No, which uh, really sucks at the end of the day for mm. um, the rest of Nintendo's mobile games. Because imagine if they released a Mario Kart, which was just buy once, mm. and it had like eight-player multiplayer. Like online, offline, you just like get your phones out and play with one another. It could have been huge. Yeah, it could have killed. And Mario Kart's one of my top three favorite games, and I <laughs> thought that game was shit. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That, that's just that's just um, dead in the water. How it is? Yeah. Unfortunately, like I, I know, like some people got a bit of fun out of it, but n- like not for long. No, no one and in our Discord or anyone still playing it, as far uh, as I know. And it's predatory.
1: So, You know, it it uses the face of big IP to push forward, but we will
0: talk about that a bit later anyway. Yes, we will. Yes, we will, actually. Uh, So next up, Bryce, uh, Apex Legends is coming to Nintendo Switch this fall. This was announced at EA Players live stream. And to be honest, I never knew it was on until uh, it was over. Yeah, same. And just on on a real quick conversation, this is sort of the problem without E3 this year. I know EA isn't technically at E3 a lot of the time, they but they, it,
1: it, they come out. They come out with the news at the same time. Yeah. that's
0: the whole point of it. Yeah, because like I, I would say, all right, I'm waking up at five thirty to watch EA, even though I'm like, it's going to be pretty bad. But I just want to watch it because it's e three and yeah. it's usually the first thing. Yeah. But without that schedule, I just don't tune into it. That's right. But, but yeah. um, regardless, Apex Legends, Bryce. Um, what do you think? What do you think about this on Switch? Cool, but I don't know how the fuck it's going to run. So <laughs> it will be interesting to see how it runs. Uh, and yeah.
1: you know, Fortnite already runs at at thirty locked. Yeah, this will probably be like 15 locked, and knowing EA, they're going to be like, "It's not being downloaded. I guess we'll just stop supporting the Switch." No, <laughs> kick my little rattle on the floor, on EA. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Fucking EA. All
0: right. Uh, speaking of EA, bro, so we'll move on. Move on from that, I guess. Um, EA is bringing seven games to Nintendo Switch over the next 12 months. So at so. Um there's Apex Legends, there's FIFA uh twenty-one. I
1: picked up my new FIFA <laughs> Legacy
0: edition. There's Lost and Random, which is a new EA originals game, and there's Burnout Paradise remastered. So no, that's a fucking ripoff. Yeah, no, don't get me started on that. Um That makes me sad because I like that game. So we've got uh we've got three more games in the next twelve months. Yeah. And I think that I think what the rumour is, it's a Sneefer Speed Hot Pursuit, which came out uh, in 2010, mm-hmm. which I think that was an okay game, Hot Pursuit. Uh, what was it? There was uh, um, Garden Warfare. That was another one, and I've forgotten the other one off the top of my head. I remember reading it somewhere, um, but they're just rumors, so I didn't actually go and like pick them up. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, EA is saying they're going to support Switch a bit more. So I guess they're uh, good on them. Really, I don't really give a shit. No, <laughs> to be honest, because
1: usually whenever they bring out games for the Switch, they're half cut and left out to. Hang off a fucking clothesline. Mm. They're just like, they're into a board meeting. It's like, right, we need to support the Switch to get ourselves more money. What do we do, Jim? It's like, well, we can't really expend the manpower on our next uh, Battlefront 2 update that has uh, 700 loot box requirements. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just literally going to cut out half the game. You're a fucking genius, Jim. Let's get on it. And then that's what happens at EA headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Again. Again. FIFA. FIFA. That's. We've already talked about it a million times. That's what. It's they a do. legacy
0: edition. Switch is Switch is getting old Bryce. It's a. Uh, it's in its third year. <laughs> it's getting old. Fuck It's only it's only sold you know fifty five million units in three years. It's, but oh, fuck it. Just uh. It's old. It's old. It's getting old. Fucking old it's Getting old. Yeah. Yeah. Burnout. Uh, paradise. Just yeah. I heard that was coming to Switch. I'm like, oh, fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too, <laughs> because I'm like, fuck, I miss burnout. I'm Remember like, when burnout games were a thing? That was so
0: good. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, well, I assume it's going to be 30, um, and I'll be absolutely stoked if it's 20. Comes out at 70 bucks. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. No 70, thanks, EA. Yeah. 70 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's and t- $10 cheaper than Mario Odyssey. It, it's a fucking good game. <laughs> or any Nintendo game.
1: It's a fucking good game. It's not a fucking good game for 70 bucks when. That fucking game's been released on everything,
0: mm.
1: like literally everything, for the last three generations or some
0: bullshit. Yeah. So as far as the games, I'm looking forward to that Star Wars game coming out later this year with VR support. I reckon that'll be pretty cool. But mm. um, as far as their Switch support, I mean, bit late, bit late, guys. Yeah, yeah. bit late. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to so something actually, we actually give a shit about, Ross. So. <laughs> Uh a new new character was finally shown in a uh, Super Smash Bros. Yes. Smash Bros. Ultimate. So yep. Min Min from ARMS is coming. So exciting stuff. So Sakurai sat down and he showed us uh, his house, which we we already seen in the his, th- his TV cabinet. Yeah, well we actually I Ooh. we we actually saw that in a Famitsu uh, a Famitsu article that he showed off his setup and all that in his house. I've never seen that. Yeah. All right, but yeah, he has an absolutely amazing setup. Yeah, yeah. Two. Got two TVs right next to each other. He's got like two of each console, including mm-hmm. the PlayStation, the Xbox, uh, like a Switch, all the like legacy consoles. Really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's got a real dope, dope setup. Mm. I love it. That's that's what I
0: want. Because there was a famous article, and it was basically like he has two houses, mm-hmm. so he can easily like tra- like stay at one when he's working long hours and go home and stuff like that. So, I think uh, I think he had like an amazing setup at his other house as well.
1: He'd have to, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's the industry is in, right? Like,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. a producer of like one of Nintendo's bi- biggest games. Yeah, so. exactly. So buy two TVs, go for it. Tax deductible. It's fine. <laughs> Good job, Roy. So, what did you think of the character he- herself? Oh yeah,
1: well, okay, so um. Mm- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so just in general uh you know when they said it was going to be an arms wrap i'm like min min or twintel please and i was ha- i was going to be happy with either um i know i know you're like you're like the ribbon girl person that would be like i'd love a ribbon girl in there since spring man's a sis trophy it's like yeah no yeah i can see that but i can also see like lucina crom situation going on there but I think um, just design wise, I think Min Min's probably my favorite lead, my my favorite design character in that
0: game. Yeah, I agree. Like uh, Min twintel Twintel, even Helix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just but like someone like really like unique. I didn't think Helix was going to be in there. No, but, but just a lot sort of, of people someone... were hunting
1: for him though. Were they? Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, is like, and uh, Ego Raptor actually posted this. They're just like, I see a lot of people ramping up and getting mad about. You know, Helix not getting in or whatever. Oh, you got to get mad about something, Bros. <laughs> and 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 it's just sort of like let's let's put into context why Min Min works in this situation. It's sort of just like you know, um, going over the abilities of all the different fighters and how like translating that into Smash would be sort of wonky. Whereas Min Min's is sort of just like if she punches her dragon arm, it shoots a laser, and it's like cool. That's easy enough to understand. And uh, like I agree, um, the trailer was. The trailer was awesome. Um, as for as for actually playing them, I'm not sure.
0: Playing the character, mm. yeah. Well, she seems interesting. Like the the special button, so the B button is going to be like the other arm, basically. Yeah, so you're actually yeah. able to do jabs in that, yeah. like in the game, and you can swap the weapons from the I can't remember the exact name, but like the big the big, uh wrecking ball mm-hmm. type of item, or another dragon, or the. Uh, the spinny thing. I don't know the name of the actual weapons. It's been a while since I played the game. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head right now either. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing it. Seems really cool. And it was, it was cool how sort of like after you talked about the character and the stage and that, actually like, it just sits there and talks about, oh yeah, you know, i got the voice actor for um for Captain Falcon back to do the trailer. Well, yeah. to, do, to do the grunts. Yeah, to do the grunts and that. And like, we haven't had him back since, since like Nintendo 64 and <laughs> just like information like, just like into the production of the actual trailer. Yeah, I feel like you've just got to be such a big Nintendo nerd to care about that. And that is like majority of people tuning into this, especially <laughs> live. Because yeah. I'm sat there and I was like, I was like, you know, watching the stage. I'm like, all oh, right, you know, I kind of get it now. But then you're like, oh, well, talking about the production of the trailer. I've like, oh, oh. got my ears open. Like, yeah, tell me more, Saka. I just, he needs- just keep whispering sweet nothings into my ear, Saka guy. Saka guy. <laughs> I just uh, need to read his Famitsu um, articles more often because he's just a fascinating dude. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Even just seeing his land rooms, like yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but um, no, I think overall,
1: like, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a bad design. I just don't know how I would play it. I guess, but overall, um, it, it's pretty true to it. Like you said, A uh, and B is different punches. Um, you know, left hand, right hand. Um, then uh, you know the fact that arms do different things when you smash attack and stuff. Uh, is pretty accurate to getting abilities when you're fighting uh, under certain conditions and
0: yeah I think overall it's uh, just gonna be a good time. Mm. Yeah and like the stage as well. I really like like the idea of like the um and the arms yeah the the jumping pad as the, well. The arms music. Yeah. yeah. So I absolutely love the theme song. Oh so do I. It's like it's Ooh. just Ooh. 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 <laughs> Yeah no, it, arms music's great. Yeah, so oh, I'm glad to say, eighteen tracks. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great little package. So it comes out on June 29th. So yeah, keen. Yeah, yeah, end of next or oh, next week sometime. Don't know exactly what day. Uh, what day is it today? While recording this, twenty fourth I think. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. It Comes out the twenty sixth. Okay, so it's just after the weekend. Then. It just comes out Monday. Oh shit! It's even closer than I thought it was. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. Um and. As usual, we usually forget about the Mii costumes, but the last few updates, we've actually gotten some like quite surprising updates. So yeah. we've got uh, Ninjara from ARMS. We've got Haichi from the Tekken series. We've got Kali and Mari from the Splatoon. And just out of nowhere, uh, we've got Vault Boy from <laughs> the Fallout series. Yeah, yeah. So when I, when I, yeah, when I saw Vault Boy, I'm like, okay
1: (laughs) it's pretty cool though you notice that a lot of these characters that do end up in these me costumes are characters that people typically request but sakurai's like yeah that shit ain't gonna work i'm not gonna do that Mm. but (laughs) we'll put it in as a me costume so it's represented
0: yeah to be to be honest though like i think for like for example like vault boy he works perfectly fine as just a me costume how it works like he looks it looks exactly how you'd want him to look absolutely and his move set is just fine he's pretty much a gun, what you would expect yeah, he yeah shoots a gun and he slides and he just does some basic stuff that's right yeah yeah so i, I think it's pretty much on the nail yeah so I'm, it's exactly what it needs to be yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. and i i definitely do prefer that use of the me's than dressing him up with like dumb hats and stuff like like you would when you're like just playing wee Bowling or something. Yeah, Put big eyebrows on them. Like, yeah, they're playing Smash now. That's hilarious. You'll play Sans from Undertale every every game and
1: have Megalovania in the background of ninety percent of stages. So mm. you yeah, can do always we- be. Don't not
0: not. They don't. Yeah, because with those last two, with uh, um, with those last two, did we? Do you know if we're getting music from Fallout? He uh, no, didn't, you didn't say it, so I, I don't think we did. Uh. I don't think so, no. Yeah, so that would, that could have been They usually make a big deal of they do, it if yeah. they're going
1: to make a package of it. So like the Sands and the Cuphead one, they made big deals of mm. it. So I think, um, yeah, that's that's probably the case. And it's more of just like, hey, do you mind if we put a me costume of your character in the game? They're like, go for it, mate. And then you're like, sweet, here's some revenue. Uh, and I think that's about as far as it goes for most things. Uh, but then like, You'll get that odd interaction with, with you know, uh, Sands or Cuphead or whatever it may be, and they're sort of just like, you can shove in a little bit more for a bit of promotion material and smash, you know? <laughs> and, I mean, like, uh, Toby Fox has been living and working in Japan and doing stuff for the uh, – did that song for Sword and Shield and stuff. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's been to Sakurai's house and played video games with Sakurai. And on the second TV. On the second TV, <laughs> you know, and uh, j- just stuff like that. So, like, I think that, um, yeah, it, it does mainly just come down to whether they can sort of strike up a personal deal, whether anything gets special treatment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, it was, I was good
1: overall. I was quite happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm very keen, and
0: I'll uh, give more of my thoughts after I've actually played. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. I dare say when we uh, yeah do another episode for sure. So now we're moving on to the last story, Bryce. So this is uh, the big, the big, the huge <laughs> Pokemon announcement.
1: So, so big.
0: So this this was teased over the week. Basically, the last Pokemon presents. They said we've got a big announcement uh, next week, and. You know, when I heard that, I'm like, "Oh, big announcement from Pokemon! Could be like a nice little spin-off series. Could be, could be anything." And could be something nice. A, a lot of people, like a lot of people, said, "Oh, there's a lot of Johto Pokemon in the background. It might be a Let's Go game." And over the week, it sort of like got cemented in my head. I'm like, "You know what? With the DLC, maybe they are saying, maybe they are trying to double dip. So like, that's why the DLC is out because they want to release a Let's Go game DLC as well. They can have like." Get like you know ten million plus profits with a Let's go game and get the uh, money from the DLC as well. I'm like that could be that could be an idea, that could be it. Now I sort of like half believed that, but I'm like very optimistic as well, like mm, maybe they've got maybe it's just a mobile game or something like that. And it wasn't until a few hours before the actual live presentation I was watching a drive on uh, Twitch and he said that um, uh, what's what's their name uh, Timmy, the company that is making this new game. Has actually started following a lot of Pokemon um, content creators and all that. So it, it was then I was like, "All right, this isn't going to be um, from Game Freak or something we're necessarily going to care about. This, big is gonna, project, yeah. this is a project. This is going to be from Tencent, and it's going to be whatever." So um, then the live stream started, and uh, Pokemon Unite was the big news. So I'm going to read a bit of a summary from Vux.net. Yeah, guys, the big news wasn't Pokemon Snap. No, no. So we'll we'll talk about what the actual game it is, uh, what the game is at it itself, um, sort of the hype around it, and uh, we'll sort of break it down like that. So, um, Pokemon promised something big, and we got it last night. The Pokemon Company last night <laughs> announced Pokemon Unite. It's an online multiplayer strategic uh, team-based battle game. You know, Amoba. Uh, the game is coming to the Nintendo Switch and mobile devices, and will support cross-play. and will be free to start. Um, Pokémon Unite has five-on-five team battles. During these battles, you'll catch wild Pokémon, level them up, and evolve them. Uh, you win battles by scoring the most points. Uh, the game is currently being developed by Timmy Studios. So, Bryce, I know like you're you've played like a million times more MOBAs than I have. I've played like maybe two matches of League of Legends, maybe even one, and I'm like, you know what? Kinda lot shrugged it off. I'm like, I don't, know, I don't, I don't, I don't need this. Like
1: ten thousand matches of mobas.
0: Yeah. So you're like, you know, you you know what a moba is. is I I name? you know I, I sort of look out and go, you know, not really for me. So, um, but looking at this game when they first shown it off, like they they're going through like all the Pokemon stuff, getting that nostalgic feel because Nintendo know the or not Nintendo uh, the Pokemon company they've know they've got us by the balls purely by nostalgia. Yeah, that's like, Generation what? Yeah, and they started. They showed a lot of the Pokemon trading card game. I'm like, oh, maybe they're doing like a new Pokemon trading card game for like Switch. I'm like, wouldn't that be awesome? It's like cross. Imagine like a Pokemon trading card game which is um, uh, crossed with like Switch and mobile cross play and all that. That 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 would be an exciting announcement and something I wouldn't necessarily think about. Um, but when they showed this, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> and like I I will play it um, just out of curiosity and. Um, you know, I'll try to play another MOBA again just to you know, dab my toes in a different genre I don't usually play. But the game itself just didn't look that good anyway, to be, like, to be honest. Um, I know, like, it hasn't finished development and all that, but this is what they've shown us. Um, so I- I'd like to get your thoughts, Brian, someone who's played a lot of League of Legends and someone who <laughs> is tired of uh, sort of the Pokemon Company's uh, app.
1: App Bullshit.
0: App Bullshit, yeah. As you talked about last week, so you don't have to go into all their bullshit. But what do you think about this game? Okay, so um, I'm going to
1: put it uh, pretty bluntly. I don't have an overarching issue with them doing it. No, no. Um, It was really, really stupid of them to put put it in a separate direct this week. Mm. Because everybody is very much clearly sick of the apps. Um but on top of that as well, the parent company, the, the, the company that's heading it is Tencent. Yeah. So this is the And this is this is a big like whoa Okay. And the company that's developing it is Timmy. Now let's let's put this into perspective. Timmy already have a MOBA on Switch. It is called Arena of Valor. Hmm does feel like they've borrowed a lot just just judging by how I've looked at the gameplay it feels like they've took taken a lot of engine assets from that game and moved them over that game did not succeed on switch at all and it failed very quickly right yep um and look there's there's some aspects to it where I'm like you know what that could be cool just like going in for team Pokemon battles using your ultimate stool and all that stuff, you know, the typical MOBA stuff. But I think, I think the thing that absolutely really, really gets my goat is that 10 cent is involved. Uh, because as much as, and I've, I had this conversation with Dylan um, on Twitter anyway, but you know, like they did okay with call of duty mobile last year. No, that was, that was fine. Cause you uh, enjoyed that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it is just simple Call of Duty, and there. But there is shit in your face all the time. That's like buy me, and you're like no, um. <laughs> and you can just keep playing with no repercussions whatsoever, right? Um. But the other thing is, is that um. You know, I mean, PUBG was okay as well on mobile. Uh. It actually performed really well. Tells it tells you that Tencent know how to, you know, invest in something that's obviously going to succeed very well. Um. And uh they're very money hungry people there definitely are um but my my main concern with this is tencent and the pokemon brand and what that means is a mesh um and that they could monetize the shit out of this like very very quickly um that you know we, we've we've obviously had problems with pokemon in the past with um, monetization or dead apps or whatever it may be and that that's just ultimately killed their games um, it's crossplay, which is okay but at the same time not great simply because um, with a controller I'm not I'm not sure whether a like, I'm not sure whether you can control the map and stuff like that. Like, like, it's real... I tried to really scour the gameplay to try and get a feed of exactly what's going on and, like, what you're limited to and stuff like that. And it's a very, very, very basic MOBA. Um, it looks like it's going to be very easy to pick up, which tells me as well that if they load that with microtransactions, give that to a child, you're probably going to get some backlash
0: there. Mm. So, yeah, they got to be careful with that being like Pokemon's a... You know, primarily a, a, a children's game, so yeah. they they do have to be careful. And Pokemon Go, like it, it's fine, um, it's it's not too easy. Just like spend all this money, and
1: I mean Pokemon Go, you don't even have to spend a dime if you don't want to. No, you can just yeah. like sort of go out and do whatever. But you know, ten cent owns League of Legends now. Yeah, you know they own the parent company Riot, and one hundred percent
0: own Riot now, do they? I'm um,
1: pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> They've they've owned them for a while. And, you know, uh, the thing is with that as well is that, you know, there's been monetat- monetization problems with League in the past. And, you know, a lot of people have spent money on League. You can actually go onto a um, website now, type in your username or log in, and then you can actually view how much you've spent on League of Legends. <laughs> um, and, you know, some people I know have spent a couple hundred or, you know, it's sort of higher above me. But I've spent over $1,000 on League of Legends. Jesus. Yeah, so that tells you how much money I've spent um on, on a MOBA. And that is one that is like full fleshed, you gotta enter your credit card information, you know, you you sort of gotta be more of a responsible adult about these things, and it's not just easy to click a button and get a purchase.
0: Yeah, so hopefully it's the same case for this.
1: Well that that's what I'm hoping, but it's ten cent and like as, as decent as Call of Duty Mobile was and as decent as PUBG was for, for mobile versions of the game, which PUBG, it's a godsend. They can't even get that game to run on fucking Windows PCs correctly. Um, but there is buy me shit all over the screen. And when I, when I was discussing it with Dylan, he was like, you know, um, I feel like that's a security problem that phone manufacturers really should sort of process. And I'm like, yeah, but... You could also not be a money grabbing bitch like Tencent and sort of just fill the screen with that shit. It might be... F- it, like, I, I'm going to play it, and I'm probably going to enjoy it to a degree. I don't I don't have a problem with that at all, but I just know that somewhere... There's, there's a line you're going to draw somewhere, and Tencent never draws it. Mm. They, they kind of just do whatever the fuck they want. And if they've got their, their hands on the biggest media franchise in the world... I don't think they're not going to just
0: Yeah. I mean a lot of that stuff we're gonna to have to wait until the game comes out and actually check it out ourselves, see what it's all about. But I, my my main concern about like their involvement with Tencent is like Tencent just basically has a monopoly in China for games and they're investing in so many companies. Some we know very well, like Riot, obviously, like they're owned by Tencent, but like other companies like Activision Blizzard and all of that, like, you know, but oh, yeah. Last yeah. year, what happened with um, Hong Kong and everything, um, they're not standing up because they don't want Tencent to withdraw money and like so, so many companies are just invested with them and I hope I hope this is as far as it goes with Pokemon Company and Tencent. That's exactly right, yeah. So like this game is what it is, but I hope sort of no other games get infiltrated by Tencent yeah. Um, because we know Nintendo partnered with Tencent to get the Switch released in Japan. Tencent are the ones who are actually releasing in it. In China. In China, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see what this game comes out. But as far as the, the actual announcement and sort of handling of the Pokemon Presents. That was like, just awful. If, if it was all together, like they said, they're showing off Pokemon Smile, then next up's Pokemon Unite. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll download that. Then they moved on to Snap. Oh, Snap! And then finished it up with... Cafe Mix, oh like, cool! So there's there's uh, there's some games I'm gonna give a go at least. Yeah. But just with Tencent being like obviously a massive partner for the Pokemon company, this is gonna be something that's gonna maybe end up being pretty good for um, the Pokemon brand as far as making money. Um, they want, i dare say they didn't want it because it would have been overshadowed by Pokemon Snap, <laughs> just by hardcore games. People have looked at this and go, okay, whatever. Yeah. So put Snap in the pro- <laughs> in the other direct. Like mm. that, that.
1: That's. I think that's the biggest problem is that Snap was overshadowed so hard and that's why a lot of people are just pissed off because they were promised that it was gonna be something big mm. and we got pretty uh, much exactly what we got last week, which was more app trash.
0: Yeah. I mean it it is a big announcement for them. <laughs> not for us. That's the that's no. the thing. No, and that's they're speaking to us.
1: They're not at a business meeting. Yeah. You know, and they're like, We're so excited to bring you this Pokemon.
0: I'm like, mm. but you know what? That's the vibe I get from the Pokemon company in general, though. They are salesmen, they are businessmen, and like I don't, <laughs> especially really, these days. Yeah. yeah, like I get the excitement from Game Freak, but I don't get. I don't even think them these days. It's sort of hard. It's sort of hard to sell because, like, you know, they're sat in front of the camera and they got the translators, and like they're not. It's not like a podcast or something where they're just like having a chat talking about it. No. Yeah. Yeah, and they might not necessarily be uh camera personalities and that other but yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes there was a lot of uh, a lot of f's in the chat <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> watched it live a lot of
1: f's i'm like i didn't yeah. watch it live i watched it in the aftermath because um uh like i forgot that it was on and then I and then i saw your twitter update and i was like oh
0: yeah i mean i um <laughs> that night i was playing the last of us part two for the first time and Oh well it's getting you know it's, it's a quarter past 10 and it starts at 10:30 so I'll I'll you know I'll save I'll get to YouTube I'll load it up I'll wait and you know I'm watching it and yeah well
1: sweet just don't call just don't call a big announcement in general if it's not going to be like something that's just absolutely going to blow us out of the
0: water I mean just- if if there's any positive to come from this um, other than if you're excited about the game and you want to try it out, at least it isn't a game from Game Freak. They are they aren't stretching themselves so thin that you know the next game might be hopefully an improvement on some of these issues we want fixed. I mean, I hope so, but I, I don't. So think I d-
1: guess that could be a uh, positive. I, I don't think that's going to be the case either, though. And like, it, it's tough. It's tough. Like the series is really going through a
0: slump in the public eye. In general, I don't know if it's the public eye. I think it's just the uh, either the hardcore or very vocal. Like, there's, I think there's like big fans like us. We've been with the series forever and we saw some issues with the mainline games and we're sort of seeing like they're really like th- really getting into different genres and all of that with the mobile market.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I mean it from the prospect of like if you were to put a PS4. With Spider Man in front of a kid, and then you will put a switch next to it with Pokemon Sword and Shield on it. What one are they gonna probably gravitate toward more in the end?
0: They'll probably go to the PS4. Yeah, press the
1: home button and and go go to Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, (laughs) but you know the thing is, is that at, at the end of the day, like you know, they've got to they've got to figure out some sort of medium there where they're like. We're we're putting all this effort in, we've got enough employees to sort of really smash this out, we've got the funding, we've got, you know, people working on the game and shit like that. They have they have a potential to make an absolute, you know, ballpark of a game. Where absolutely. they just absolutely yeah. smash a home run. But um as much as as much as like again, I, I enjoyed my time with Sword and Shield and, and I definitely still have my problems with it. But it's it's still not quite there. Like yeah, I I actually I've I absolutely love Sword and Shield. I I like it better than Sun and Moon. Mm. Like there, there's no and I would I would argue that I also probably like it better than X and Y. Yeah, it's probably I it's probably, it's probably the best yeah. 3D game in the gen in in the last like ever since the 3D games started. Um, but like beyond that, I th- I think I think it does show to some degree where the where is when they've worked on this one.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, you can see just, like, bits that needed to be in the oven a bit longer. Yeah. Which was mainly mainly the visual stuff. And the coding. Oh, my God, the
1: coding. The amount of Crown, tund- crown Tundra details that have been revealed.
0: Mm. And that's happened before. We've gotten uh, leaks just through their data, which they didn't. Yeah, the, the demo. They just had all the Pokemon in the demo Yeah, for Sun and Moon. And yeah. it's just the whole Pokedex leaked. Yeah,
1: and they, they haven't scrubbed a hell of a lot of data from, from um, Isle of Armour either. Like... There's, there's trainers from the Crown Tundra in its data.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, no, it is a bit strange, but they'll just leave it in there. But we already know how big the map is because somebody managed to, like, open that data in the game and find, like, the location listings, but on yeah, the map. So, we already that. know how big the Crown Tundra is and how many fly spots there are on the Crown Tundra. Yeah.
0: Seeing how big it is, I'm like, oh, this is going to be. Pretty oh, cool. yeah, it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be fun to
1: explore. I, I think it's going to be... You, well, it's definitely going to be bigger than the Isle of Armour, which is already mm. already a plus, because like yeah. as pretty as the Isle of Armour is, and a, a lot there is to explore there, uh, It it is on the smaller side and probably a little shorter on the content. But I also think that the Crown Tundra is supposed to be the big bang. Yeah, yeah. In general. It's, and the Isle, Isle of Armour was sort of just that side piece that needed to go out there to keep people interested.
0: Yeah, I I guess it's because uh, the first pack... Doesn't have as much dev time, and more dev time goes into the second pack. Yeah. Similar to what happened with Zelda seems to be following that kind of model, where the first pack was like, oh, that's kind of Meh. fine, yeah. but then the second pack's like, oh, all the story and um, all that too. So, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But I look at what Pokemon games have been announced and are coming out this year, and for me as a, a long time Pokemon fan, I've got Mystery Dungeon, which is one of my favourite spin off games uh sword and shield dlc which is exactly what i wanted for the mainline pokemon games and pokemon snap coming i'm like oh yeah so there's there's three games i'm like all right thank you very much and whilst the other stuff might not be for me like this new moba pokemon smile like you know but that might be another game that gets someone into the series someone who just likes playing mobas likes playing league of legends and maybe does dabble in some other mobas they might download this and Get invested in some of the characters and jump into one of the Pokemon games.
1: I just think all in all, like the problem, the problem with the whole thing in general was they talked about two apps that are already established, and then they talked about three new apps. That's fucking. <laughs> that's fucking. That's like a Pokemon. A Pokemon presents. It's like cool. Um, you know, you got all these people with the Switch waiting to hear about the Gen Four remakes and then Jodo, which I didn't expect. By the way, I was like. You know, I don't know what to expect here. I'm not even going to start fucking speculating because knowing knowing what's going to come out of their mouth uh, by the time all of it's said and done, we're mm. probably going to be disappointed anyway.
0: <laughs> and what do you know, yeah, it turned out to be an app again. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I, I didn't expect uh, anything, but I'm like, I'll just be... like, I really like Pokemon. You can put pretty much anything in front of me and be like, oh, this is fun. Mm. Um, but if it's on a phone, I kn- that just... Uh, Sort of screams a certain quality a lot of the time, um, yeah. whether it's from Nintendo, Pokemon Company, or otherwise, um, and yeah. And I hate to say it, like it, it, but Pokemon Quest is
1: pretty much the same deal as well. We have that on Switch and mobile, and that's gone nowhere. Um, League of Legends Pro Wild Rift, which is a mobile version of League of Legends, is due out. Probably pretty soon, to be honest
0: with you. Well, there's some competition for it. Yeah, immediate competition
1: from the same company. I yeah. made a post on Reddit about it. I was like, "Of course, Tencent's going to fucking kill it before it even fucking gets off the ground." Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, people who are going to play that game that aren't Pokemon fans are going to be Moba people. And if there's people that are Pokemon fans that have never played a Moba before, they're probably going to find that maybe a bit interesting. You know what? You know what? um, Ten
0: cents probably game plan is they want people to move over to Wild Rift. (laughs) They want people to move over to League of Legends or Wild Rift, so then they get the all the revenue from it. Oh yeah, shit yeah. Get people in with Pokemon, which is a big brand for younger people, then suck them into the yeah. Yeah, how much League of Legends actually makes per year? Like, it's fucked up.
1: Well, it was their only game for years, it can make and, it years even more. and years, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, now they've got a couple. I mean, like yeah. you've got two more on mobile uh, yeah. and PC, Legends and the- of Runeterra and... Uh, Valorant. Uh, Teamfight Tactics. Yeah, then you've got Valorant on top of it. There's yeah. three games. Three games they've released Yeah, and ca- their 10th uh, They're becoming 10th their year. own um, publishing arm too. Like they're stepping <laughs> it up. Which is good. There's, like, a lot of good ideas there, and I th- I feel like League of Legends is a very div- diverse world with lots of lore and stuff like that that needs to be established. But, like, you know, the biggest MOBA financially uh, on PC is going to be on mobile soon, too. Anyway, so it's sort of like um, the people that do play League of Legends and decide, oh, I want to play a, a MOBA on mobile. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I'll play this Pokemon game," but they're they're not going to get the same experience that you get of League of Legends, which is like a high skill cap. It's going to be a pretty basic thing to keep the kiddies in.
0: Yeah, and yeah,
1: that's fine for Pokemon. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like a lot of kids are playing Fortnite on their phone. So,
0: yeah, which uh, Tencent already has a part of as well. <laughs> China. China, China, China. Yeah. So.
1: Bryce, day one, are you downloading it? Oh, I'll download it and play it, but I don't think it's going to keep my interest very long. Unfortunately, I, I was I was scrubbing it for about twenty minutes. Um, yeah. Po- post the fact, I was I was I, I didn't watch I didn't watch it live. Uh, I watched it afterwards, and I scrubbed it, and I was like, right, how is this game going to be played to the point where you succeed and actually win? And I noticed they had like a double points time in there, and like then couldn't you just farm points? all game and then just go cap one point on the double point and then like it just I feel like they've got a lot of kinks to work out with it and things that don't really translate very well into MOBA style because it's very much countdown till the end of the game. That's it. Um the the concepts that has are unique, but um whether whether people actually be into the score highest to win system Will be very
0: very um, cause it, it's usually yeah. like League of Legends, you got to destroy their base type of thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah. this, it's like the the way it's played is that you've got towers
1: like you would usually do in any MOBA, uh, but the towers are now capture spots where you can capture Pokemon, and then it's like the more Pokemon that are captured on a spot, that degrades eventually breaks, and then you can't catch Pokemon on that on that spot anymore. The whole idea they're trying to go for is that you push back people, so they have less healing spots. But also, by definition, that also means that the opposite on the enemy team that has pushed them that far also do not have as many available capture spots. So they have to go deeper, which makes it a null trade, per se. And if you get um, somebody that just goes around and farms the whole game on the losing team and has a shit ton of points racked up and ready to go, as soon as bonus time hits, They're going to take the sneaky way around, go away, and they're not going to have to travel that far because they've still got those points pushed up and they'll just cap the double points and then all of a sudden they'll just be (laughs) straight ahead. Like, I feel like there's going to be massive balancing issues with that. And the problem with MOBAs is that even if you never thought you would ever care about balancing issues, the one thing that MOBAs will do is make you give a shit about balancing issues. Mm. And it will get to the point where people will get so into it, they're really enjoying it, and but then something will be unbalanced to shit, and it will make them quit. That's that's like how it goes. And then uh, the people who abuse that shit are the people that get cussed out and called racial
0: slurs and shit and chat. <laughs> yeah, actually, I saw a few people in the um in the chat basically saying, "Oh, you know, mobas have such toxic fan bases and that." I'm like, yeah, they do. But you gotta you gotta check the Pokemon fan base as well sometimes. <laughs> You know, it's kind of it's shown shown some things in the last year. <laughs> well, it's the most it's the most disliked uh, Nintendo,
1: propert- well, N- Nintendo property. Well, Nintendo property. Yeah. Video at the moment, and that that's beating like Switch Online and.
0: I'll check it at the moment. Metro
1: Prime Federation Force. I think it's like one hundred and forty thousand dislikes. Oof, oof. Yeah. yeah, Roblox oof sound effect too. Uh, so,
0: what's the dislike? So what was, read so, the likes first. So it's, yeah, so there's 19,000 so, likes. So there's some cushioning, which is not actually that much, but there's only, there's only 56,000 dislikes. So there's not really much of anything on there. So this is the official Pokemon YouTube channel. So whether there's another one somewhere, I
1: don't know. No, that data's is definitely wrong, I think. Because so, there was yeah. like an infographic infographic that came out before.
0: Well, this is, uh, I'll go to a different video on the Pokemon channel. Um, so we got. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that was that is the trailer, as far as I can see. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah. And that what that is, unless there's um, unless there's the actual presents itself. We'll go to that. So that's got two. All right. So yeah, this is this is what we're looking for, Bryce. So we've got uh, seventy-seven thousand upvotes. Then we got one hundred and seventy-two downvotes, and the uh, the video itself had two point four million views. Is that not not drastic enough for you? No, it's pretty drastic.
1: <laughs> Sorry, phone's going
0: off. Um, Mister Popularity, is it the uh, buddy, Melbourne Radio, trying to ring you back?
1: Yeah, it must be. Get you know, back the, on. They
0: must really want me there. Um. I think... uh
1: God, I had it in my head
0: now. I've lost it. Dig deep, my friend. Dig deep in that big head of yours. (laughs) Dig deep. Keep talking for a second. I'll remember. All right. So Bryce is digging deep in his big head there. He's really got a good point there, but he's just so furious. He's infuriated he cannot get his point. Something about Pokemon Unite, maybe something about the fact that it was downvoted so much. Maybe... Don't know what it was. He's really thinking about it. He, he's come back to the microphone, ladies and gentlemen. What's he got to say? Has he found it? I, no,
1: I haven't. Oh come no. on! You let us
0: all down. We it, really oh. just, just chill out.
1: Thanks after after all that. Now I remember. The other <laughs> problem is is uh, servers. Yes, servers. So where's this going to start? Uh, how much is actually going to be available in terms of like? Uh, actual oh, lost data it. centers, I guess is what we would call them. Um, because uh, as we know, peer to peer playing usually doesn't work for these type of games. Everybody needs to have the same fair trade level of, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, so, And because mobile networks are mobile networks, they're not uh, yeah. very great at holding connection for very long, especially if it's from mobile to signal tower to mobile phone. Or you might be using a switch, which is two metres away from the router and it's still only got two bars. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, what does that mean for it if they've only got a server in China and the US and maybe Europe for us people who... Clearly, very much will not get the same experience as everybody else is getting, and it's laggy and crap, and you know there's there's a lot of things that are going to be questioned. Mm. What are you looking at? You got oh, a mouse down there, mate.
0: No, no, I was worried. I saw my um, I saw a tripod down there. And I thought my it was the one that was attached to my camera. I'm like, oh fuck, that fall down there, but it didn't. So right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh good then.
0: Yeah. So I think we talked enough about it. Yep. Yeah. So. There was that. A lot of people excited for the week and got disappointed. Yeah, unfortunately. I think it would be it would be a fun game to sort of download and yeah, go, let's see what this is about. Whatever. Yeah, probably I think pro- that's probably about as
1: far as it goes. Mm. And then Tencent will try to try to push save it somehow, but no, it won't
0: work. No release date either, so we don't know whether it's this year or it could
1: or, be, be seven hundred years away. Who knows?
0: It's that type of thing where it's like if it was released then and there, I'm like, oh, okay. But I really don't want updates about this <laughs> throughout no. the rest of the years. Like, oh, guess what, guys? Uh, Let's we'll tell you about the modes that are in this game. I'm like, no, no, don't tell no, us. No, just fucking release it and just let us
1: play it. And then we'll make a decision ourselves. Because at the end of the day, the more you talk about it, the more you piss people
0: off. Like, Bryce, Bryce, I'm taking second lane with my Charmander. I'll, I'll attack the... The, the, the Pig and i'll get to level four and i'll evolve into my charmeleon and the bros you make sure you go top lane uh use your trico. i want you to get to uh a, a Isle real quick right and then i want you to take out the hippopotas in the lane two so that'll be really helpful that'll help us move and we can capture the the second base so and uh whoever else wants to play with us we'll be talking. Five five people. It will be pretty intense, I reckon. We'll be right into it. We'll be streaming this on Twitch. we we'll be right into it, and people will bring this up I'm like, "Boys, you you poo pooed this so much." Now you're big professional Pokemon United. We United as one. We've got five people. We're going. We're going at it, ladies and gentlemen. We're actually going. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. I can't wait for it. I I've hyped, I've, hyped, I've hyped myself up for it. I'm moba fan number one now, ladies and gentlemen. Can't wait to oh. see
1: your uh, can't wait to see your job change on Facebook to esports coach.
0: Yeah I'll be coaching you Bryce Bryce I know you've played League of Legends for years But I've played it for like two hours And I'm pro I'm professional I've got my squirtle As a blast In like the first two minutes Do not You cannot touch me I know you've got the type of Honours as a Treco, But I will smash it down I've got ice beam Watch out for my Unite move Fucking hell (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen Thank you very much For listening to the House of Murray Episode 100 And What are we up to? 147 Yes. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at idruby. You can follow the show at The House of Mario, and you can follow Bryce at... I.V. And um, in episode 150, we're planning on doing a live show on twitch.com slash idruby. Yes, tell us more. Yes, so we don't have a time or anything yet, but we are just letting you know that that will be happening. Um, you can... Basically, if you catch us live, you're about to call into the show, be like a bit of a talk show type thing. And if no one actually shows up, um, we'll just do a normal episode, probably live on Twitch for no one to watch. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, sure, it yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah it does. Happens. So we'll give you more information as we sort of figure it out as the weeks go on. Soon, a good couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, we've got a few weeks to go. Yeah. So yeah, Bryce, this week's. Uh, well, before we get into that, um, also a Discord invite in the show notes below. But this week Bryce uh, I found a interesting song on Spotify called uh Waluigi Smash Part 2. Um, <laughs> so this is by the uh, the Kevin Bennett and he does really he does quite excellent raps. Um, video game raps he's done some Pokemon ones, he's done some Smash Bros ones. And he's got two Waluigi Smash raps, and I actually enjoy the second one quite a lot, so I'm using the second one. It is explicit, so you have got any kids in the car? Don't uh, maybe pause this for when the kids get out, and you're driving home after dropping them off from school. Then you smash it on. Then so just and wind keep- down the windows and roll down the main street. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's nothing. It's it, we've put a, we've had a fair few f bombs in this episode, so it's not like it matters that much. But it's it's not like dropping f bombs here and there. But there are a couple of things where it's like probably wouldn't uh, listen. Let my kids listen to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lovely. All right. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, so, yeah. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next week. And there's the door closed. Ross, you're not going anywhere, mate. You're staying here.
2: See, I've been pummeling pure
0: oh. players with punches of purple I'm a violent, violent villain who is vile and vulgar Gloating
2: in all of my greatness in this game, I'm a guru While I'm distracted by my ego, they be forming a circle I should've known better Blindsided by Zelda Tried to sort it out, but then I got a sword to the temple Every version of Link tried to hurt me permanently Then a the mob of these damn animations, started merging the team Getting bombarded with crowbars, barbells and arm bars my trainer wanted me to get burned till we chose that Charizard Ours charred and all scarred by Mega Man I channeled in on my vengeance and said let's go again Jigglypuff, these tough Put him to sleep with a kick in the gut Little Mac was my punching bag, too Kirby up like bubble gum it we train to do push-ups Me brother got shook up Duck hunk, got duck hunted They didn't talk and yeah, got cooked up keep me out, boy, Bitch, I'm warming up like a preheating oven Cause I've been beating on these tunes Like I'm good at percussion There's repercussions If you coming at the boy, no discussion Yo, she been lobbing all these eggs But they get cooked by the dozen That's over easy Choking, she got me slashed Then I took out my racket Quickly took care of that Sound like I couldn't catch That rodent was fucking fast Wolf was showing them fangs I punted him in his patch Joker let out a laugh right in his mask Fox you were not a star get the gun away from my cap Trigger was pulling back I snatched it right out of his hands The fire on Rosalina and Luma and Lucas ass Bayonetta would blast me Pistol with me with gas. The ninja try to wash me out and sink the shit with a splash Then he went fucking ape and battered me with bananas Simon and Richter stuck me thought I was no Spiratu Don't let my lanky looking figure deceive you I got that muscle mass I made a shake out of Pichu protein a hundred grams With those electrolytes I'm buzzing up, so now who's next to fight? I'm fully charged, so you can step up, Ike. Yeah, we collided in epic fashion, the heavens clashing. His ragnell was no match for my Herculean racket. Oh, Lamar saw me pick every single one of his Pikmin. And then he got his face helmet kicked in. King of the crocodiles, you rule no land. Better go and hide, I'll turn your ass to a leather bag. Telekinetic grasp on my throat with no oxygen. Education comes in handy. Been studying boxing and uppercutting Mewtwo. His vision was too... Palatina was total, their tempo got terminated, I'm cool, cool Falco Lombardi hit phantasm, my back spasm I'm worried that I'm going to lose, lose Cloud at me looking at a sky of gray If he put that finishing touch on me, I'ma die today Boy, put out the fire blade with a smile on his face Told me that it's in and here, recommended I should pray Peach and Daisy put the icing on the cave Pikachu's about to fry me like a fish fillet Mar the up, but ready to take my life away Inkling, ready to Display shot my fucking brain. Oh. Then I heard the hold up weight. It was crime walking to me. Said he wanna do the honors. I won't see another day. Nah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, they try to keep me out. But